Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Welcome along to, uh, to this week's podcast. We're all three gathered back in the... Uh... It's very hot good week skiing. Again. Very good week skiing. Right. Yes. Well done. Thank, Thank you weeks. very much. We have no time to um, worry about such niceties now. No, There's no, lots to talk no, about, no. isn't there? One very important thing that we need to say before we start. Um, there's a seat in between us up on the press bench up at the Lorna Window Stadium, which will be empty this week. Our very good friend, Gordon Screech, who's, who worked at the Herald Express, Talker United fan, we think for 87 years. He was he was 91 when Gordon died uh, um, a couple of days ago, um, quite suddenly, yeah. sadly. Uh, and he first went with his father, Charlie Screech, when he was four years old. So I make that, even yeah. my maths can work out, that's 87 years ago. And... Uh, uh, he was Give or take a world war in between and, and some service in the, uh, in the RAF. He was our uh, official timekeeper up on the press bench. When you see in your Sunday papers a goal after 42 minutes, the reason that everybody in the world knows it's 42 minutes is because Gordon said it was 42 yes, minutes. Yes, and, and he used to even count the seconds yep. for, from the kick-off, didn't he? Uh, the to, first of each half, up yeah. to a minute, to make yeah. sure that if a goal was scored in less yeah. than a minute that he was on it. So he, uh, he brought us uh, hot coffee, he brought us biscuits, and he brought a mischievous sense of humour to the press he bench, did. and we will really miss him. And so. I'd also like to point out that, that he was able to, to, to jump over the back of those seats and get out of the crowded press bench a lot easier than I can. He was, <laughs> Right absolutely. up until last week he was doing Extraordinary that, man, so. yes. uh, and a wonderful friend to all of us, and, and uh, a, a great fisherman, mm-hmm. um, sea angler especially, very well known in those circles, and a tireless fundraiser over decades for the Royal Air Force Association. Yes. I, I dread, well, not dread to think, but uh, uh, how much money he raised, uh, you know, is, it would have been extraordinary. And, uh, and uh, you know, a, a, a dear friend to all of us yeah. and, uh, and very sadly missed. So we, be missed yeah. we will miss him indeed. So ironically, on the, on the same day that we heard the news about Gordon, we heard the news that, that possibly, and possibly being the operative word, Talk United may have a move on. Yes, um, this has. I have been aware of some rumblings in the background uh, about possible stadium moves, but over the years we've heard so many of these, haven't we? Yeah. That you, you, exactly you tend the, uh, to sort of say, "Well, let's you know, well, I'll believe it when I see it." I, I but was speaking to my dad this morning, and of course he's a long-term fan. And, and when I said, "What do you think about it?" Well, I've heard it all before. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's what, what people will say. I think. Yes. Um, but there is, um, th- th- there are at least some bones, if not much meat, mm. on it at the moment. Um, so uh, back to absolute basics then, for yep. anybody who hasn't been keeping up with our uh, website over the last couple of days. Shame on you, by the way, if you haven't. Come but uh, what do we know so far? Well, um, a- an American development company, uh, uh, who we are still trying to um, get a bit more information about, uh, has... Uh, uh, a representative in this country called John Mitchell, who used to play for uh, Fulham with uh, and Millwall with distinction, played in the FA Cup final 1975 yeah. against um, West Ham. Uh, later became a director of Luton Town. He's um, apparently, according to United Chairman Dave Phillips, is the UK representative of this American development company. Uh, he has a background in football, obviously, and he ha- approached the club a little while ago uh, with basically a proposal to 
build the club a new stadium, which um, his company are uh, specialists in, we understand. Yeah. Um, we're, not, we're not saying, are we, that, that he particularly targeted Talk United. I well, think they probably try everyone and, mm. and maybe, see what's maybe, going. Maybe, yes. Yeah. But, but, uh, and Dave Phillips said that he, he almost sort of batted it away to start with, didn't he? And yeah. thought, oh, here we go again, you know. And, but there was a persistence there. And the outline proposal, as it stands, is that uh, um, this company would build United a new stadium yeah. with ancillary facilities uh, um, uh, 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 with and specifically a 4G pitch. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, a 4G pitch. And this we'll get back to that in a pitch, second. An initial 6,000 capacity, w which is expandable. In other words, it's not a limit on, on the capacity. Uh, at Barton, on land that many of our listeners and readers will know, um, used to be a tip, yeah, uh, and has been looked at over many years um, for possible development as a sports area, and has been turned down many times in the past because maybe it doesn't, it's not suitable, and stuff keeps coming up from underneath. Blah 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 blah. In return for building <coughs> United a new stadium. Uh, the company would be given access to uh, 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 land, uh, council land, we assume, uh, to build housing. Mm. And that was where that is where they would make their money uh, and that would pay for or help to pay for the construction. Of now, the, the mayor is on board here, isn't he? The mayor yes. was at the launch, the press conference, the interview that you had yesterday. Yes, he was there and, and he sort of put his name to it. Mm. Um, now... I think that it doesn't take a genius to work out that there are loads of bridges to cross mm. here, uh, uh, some of them with quite a lot of fast water flowing underneath them. Um, and we shouldn't get carried away by it to pretend that this will definitely happen. If everything goes very fast, um, uh, the Dave Phillips United chairman is even predicting that United might be in a new ground for the start of the 2017-18 season. Well. Mm. I don't know whether maybe I'm, I have my cynical old hat on at the moment, but <laughs> I would think that's a that's the pa pretty paperwork and, and planning process do take a long time. Though. Well, it, yes, that's way of fast tracking it. Well, exactly. And Gordon Oliver, the, the, the mayor, you know, his council officials haven't got their haven't got their uh, magnifying glasses out yet, have they? And uh, and we, we we don't even know yet at the moment where alternative land for uh, new housing might be. Um, and it's, it's also fair to say, um, and it would be wrong not to reflect this, that there has been a few people on our website and on social media not particularly happy about having a football ground at Barton. I don't think I don't think I don't think United uh, United supporters the same as every other football supporter around the country is reacts all that well. Mm. Main, well I, main, I don't. A lot of these people aren't football supporters. Well, talking about general. It is a bit of a bold down there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a bit of a mix, but. Um, in, in other words, for any set of proper football fans to put their hands up and say aye to this idea, mm. it has to tick an awful lot of boxes. Mm. In order, one of the great strengths of football support in this country is its, is its tradition and, and, and its, its hold on tradition. That's what keeps people going. It's the history of the thing and the commitment over many, many years. It's not a fly-by-night, well, I'll drop in and have a look at this and then go home and not mm. go again thing, is it? It's, it's, um, there are people who are going to Torquay United what matches at the moment 
who ask themselves week in, week out, why am I still here? <laughs> uh, you know, let's face it. Yes, that's uh, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yet they keep coming. Uh, 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 in in remarkably steady numbers, and that's because of their commitment to the traditions, the history, the club, yeah. uh, um, and and it doesn't involve any sort of you know five minute wonders, does it? And um, so any scheme like this has really got to tick a lot of boxes. Now, for me, the most interesting thing is the 4G pitch. Mm. Yeah, because. Yeah. You know, I happen to, I can't help thinking, even as somebody who's died in the wool and <laughs> been going in <laughs> football for m far too many years for my own health, um, uh, would know that this is the future, especially in yeah. lower division football. We are talking about a surface that's used already in the Champions League. Uh, um, yeah. uh, uh, it's already been approved by the conference. There's a conference South Club Maidstone already playing on 4G pitches. Saracens play on one in the in the uh, the rugby premiership. There are some Scottish teams at quite a high that's, level. That that's play right. On 4G and as well, and if 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 it, it's all very well if you're a Premier League club and you can afford to lay a pitch that costs you hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds and 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 even then you have to maintain them. But if you're a smaller lower division club, you can't afford to do that and you need a pitch which doesn't require a huge amount of maintaining and you can use six or seven days of the week with the revenue, in, with the revenue involved. And with floodlights then can be hired out to Absolutely. everyone in the evening. Correct. And it then starts to tick the community boxes mm -hmm. and the youth football and boxes revenue and the well. revenue yeah. that small clubs are desperate for. Interesting. We have much to discuss in the podcast today. We'll be back in the second half looking ahead to a cup match on Saturday and some uh, vital matches happening elsewhere as well. Don't go away. Maybe make yourself a cup of tea. Join us for the second half.